See, this is the real secret of life. To be completely engaged with what you're doing in the here and now. And instead of calling it work, realize that this is play. Welcome to the Restore to Explore podcast, hosted by your soulmates from the Foot Collective Australia. I'm Jim Dooner. And I'm Mac Lyon. We're on a mission to empower humans to restore their natural health and function from the ground up so they can explore movement and life with freedom and confidence. Alright, so we're back on the mics. It's been a little while. It has, it has. Um, so this this episode is going to be a little bit of a, a reintroduction, I suppose. We, we took a break from the podcast this year to focus on a bunch of other projects, which we'll talk about through the episode. And we figured we'd give it a bit of a, a rebrand. The uh, the Foot Collective audio, or TFC audio project down under was, was a bit of a mouthful. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think we needed to make that a little bit more succinct. Uh, but we missed, we missed chatting and doing these podcasts this, each week. And I think it wasn't until we were on the road for the tour this year that I guess I sort of realized, you know, that people are actually or were actually listening and uh, the yeah. value that people were getting out of them. Uh, we had a few people sort of say that they'd listen to all the episodes and thank you to those people who, uh, who've been listening along in the past. But yeah, we got plenty of new ideas, plenty of stuff that's sort of changed in, in our worlds and in the TFC world and figured it was probably time that we we got back to some chats yeah i think there is like we talked about in the in the first episode we created there's just a lot of power to the the longer form medium of podcasts where you can really properly delve into a, a topic or a concept and you know really get into the nuance and the context around it all because yeah on, on instagram you, you can do bite-sized punchy bits of content um, which which can be great, but you do also need to have that I think that background understanding of of uh, the depth of a concept as well to to truly sort of uh, make it work and integrate it. I think. Yeah, should we explain the name change a bit more first? Yeah, yeah, we should. And actually, before we even do that, so we obviously changed TFC uh, TFC Audio Project down under to down under to the Restore to Explore podcast. Um, and also, a lot of you will <laughs> will know me as James. <laughs> and I thought I'd just quickly clarify the, the story behind that. Um, so I was actually born Jim. I've um, always known him as yeah. Jim. <laughs> so it's been terribly confusing for Mac trying to call me James <laughs> <laughs> when, when he's always known me as Jim. Um, and, you know, long story short, uh, in university, I actually legally changed my name to James. Um, I actually started getting James as a nickname by my uni mates, ironically enough, and kind of like the sound of it, like the ring. I think a, a part of me kind of thought my name should be James because I would <laughs> constantly get, uh, oh, Jim. Oh, so your name's James. <laughs> so I kind of liked the idea of being both. And then, um, started using it as like a, as my, I guess, physio alter ego kind of <laughs> clinical <laughs> professional James Duna. Um, and then it kind of just stuck for the, for the rest of my career. And in, it's been interesting because, um, our, our company, like obviously Max come on and then we've, we'll talk about our growing team, but they're all, um, you know, friends and uh, family that all know me as Jim. So I figured it's probably time just to 
to rebrand the name back to Jim. <laughs> but I will say it's yet I don't want anyone to get confused. If you know me as James and you think I look like a James, just just call me James. It's no no bigger. I still love James, um, but just uh, just thought I'd clarify that. And my name's Mac, not Matt, with a T for anyone wondering as well. Uh, I haven't common... legally changed my name ever, uh, but. <laughs> Yeah, just for clarity there as well. Uh, but yeah, the name change around the podcast. Uh, I guess Restore to Explore, we did an episode uh, in season two, I think it was, about yeah. this concept. Um, yeah, it was It was something we kind of came up with while we were out bush um, rock hopping and we, we just realized how much benefit our feet or how much better we were able to do all this natural movement out there as a result of, um, I guess, doing all the restorative work of, um, you know, foot training and beam training and things like that. And we love our sort of puns and wordplay and (laughs) rhymes. So we came up with this little tagline, restore to explore. I'm trying to remember, was it, which came first, the chicken or the egg in regards to, we had the foot restoration kits that we sold and the foot exploration kits, but I can't remember whether that was a result of the restore to explore tagline or whether we already had those and then it, it all just stuck. Uh, No, no, that that was eight. Uh, Nick originally had the restoration kits. Yeah. Yeah. So, we, the, the concept is like pe- most people's feet are dysfunctional and mm. obviously a lot of people have foot pain and that's a big part of what we want to solve. But even if you don't have foot pain because of our modern lifestyle and environments and shoes and just overall inactivity, most people's feet and, and bodies for that matter are, you know, for want of a better word, dysfunctional as in they, yeah, they're not, they're not functioning the way they sort of would if we would if we had grown up in a a natural environment and had to survive and adapt to that natural environment um and so you know we want to we want people to be able to restore natural function that's a big part of what we do but the explore part is kind of what makes it all worthwhile so you know you can it's one thing to massage your feet and strengthen them and mobilize them and um, get them working but it's really for the for the goal of exploring what's possible with them and exploring the potential, exploring out in nature, especially yeah, exactly. as well, because, you know, there are so many benefits to being out in nature aside from just the effect on your feet and your body um, physically, you know, there's mental benefits, um, emotional, spiritual, however you want to look at it. And we do like, we do deep dive on this concept in, in the restore to explore episode, but I think, you know, it's that whole concept, like you said, of the environment that you put yourself in. I think the the environment that we live in day to day isn't one that you really have to explore that deeply. And so I guess people aren't made aware of that on a day-to-day basis. Um, You know, the function they need in their body to explore, I suppose. Mm. You know, we live in a, a world that is very comfortable and flat and easy to access. And so we're not really having to explore our potential daily. Uh, So the big part of what we want to try and do with this podcast is, I guess, encourage people to, yeah, get out of that everyday environment and and really push the boundaries of of what they believe that they're they're possible and and capable of. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of, it's like I said, it's what makes it all worth it. The exploration, 
because the exploration is fun, it's exciting, it's interesting, um, but it also, the exploration is kind of what keeps your body in good shape. And, and you know, I actually don't have to do much restorative work on my feet now, for example, because I do do a lot of exploration either in nature, like rock hopping or climbing or, um, or even just on beam work and soulmate stuff. I just play around. And that's fun for me. It's not something that's like a chore that I have to work at. It's just something that I enjoy doing each day. And that is pretty much all I need to stay in good shape. And so there's that element of, I think people can get stuck in this rehab process where it's like, oh, constantly need to do these boring exercises. And, um, you know, we try and make as much of our exercise fun, but sometimes you do have to push through a a bit of boring, a bit of discomfort, but it's for the goal of then being able to maintain everything and even, um, you know, keep improving everything through that explorative play. Um, so yeah, that's like, that's just a a big part of our mission. And we did talk through our mission in the first episode, um, that we ever recorded and we've kind of made a bit of a hybrid, uh, redo, I suppose. And that is to empower people with the knowledge, skills, and tools that they need to reconnect with the joy of movement and the power of nature and nurturing a, bas- a passionate barefoot community and creating a pathway that enables anyone to be a part of that community. Mm. And I think that's also part of the explore is like y- you can connect a lot through, you know, with your own body, with the environment, but also with other people through movement. And it doesn't have to be this, um, yeah, like a chore that you have to add into your life, go to the gym, put your earphones in and work. It can be just getting down to the park and having a play with your friends or whatever it is, but it is actually an amazing way to connect with people through movement as well. Mm. And we've actually just come back from our most recent trip out to the land. And Mm. I think it was a good reminder once again for us for how important that is. You know, it was a beautiful weekend. The, The creek was flowing and, um, yeah, just got to explore ourselves again, uh, which was was always fun, but um, it was cool to take out a group of people. It was my birthday and we, we went with a bit of a crew for um, for a weekend away out there and, and many of them hadn't seen the property that uh, we've talked about a fair bit throughout this podcast, um, out past Boona. And it was really cool to see people who don't often get to experience that nature and explore their body, their bodies and then moving through the creek and just being barefoot for a weekend. Um, yeah, it was really special to be able to see how much they got out of it and reminds you how lucky we are um, to A, be able to just move through that environment, but B, be able to use that particular place. Um, so... Yeah, we've said it before and we'll say it again, but if you can find somewhere like that in, you know, that's nearby to you that allows you to explore nature, then um, grab it with both hands and, and give it a crack. Mm. I mean, yeah, like national parks, anywhere with like a national park that is a trail is a really great place to start. Like it doesn't have to be sort of going out and surviving mm. <laughs> in the wild, but going out in a trail, tr- go in your barefoot shoes or go take your barefoot shoes and, and actually go barefoot and have the shoes as backup and sort of just gradually build up your ability to to um, do these things and explore if there's a good tree to climb or try climbing or hang from or um, you know some rocks to climb up and jump off just just get out of your comfort zone basically and, and explore that movement and 
you know, th- there's obviously risks involved and that's something we talk about with play and, and nature is that it is risky, um, but the rewards you get are, are very worth it as long as you're sort of managing those risks well enough. Um, and I guess it's it's probably a good chance then to explain with the rebrand of the podcast, it's not just a new name. I guess we're taking a new approach to how we'll be, we'll be running this season and, and the season beyond. Um, in the past, we sort of, uh, I guess, gave you all the key philosophies behind TFC and sort of worked through all of those core ideas that drive what we do and what we want to change in the world. Uh, and then we sort of introduced you to practitioners and uh, movement coaches and, and I guess people with, with experience around movement and health to, to share their thoughts. And we'll be doing more of that, but we also really want to hone in on that core, I, I, I guess, well, the name really, restore and explore. And, and through that, We'll be doing episodes um, that do focus on restorations. So, uh, I mean, you can probably elaborate, Jim, but yeah. Um. Yeah, Tom, the uh, who you would have heard on the podcast, a, a few episodes he came on last um, season, I suppose, or in the initial um, bunch of episodes that we did. And he's a physio as well. He's also a foot nerd now and very uh, great mind on sort of physio and rehab concepts. So we're going to do some episodes on just the principles of rehabilitation and restoration and also do some deeper dives into the common conditions that we see for feet and ankles and, and other body parts as well If um, as, as we get there. I think that's pretty key. I guess the reason we, we want to deep dive into particular uh, pathologies and, and conditions that people have is we know that those episodes may not apply to everyone, but we are constantly getting contacted by people in our community who want to know specifics about certain conditions and, and to be given a new perspective on something that you know they may feel quite disempowered about mm. uh, based on the traditional approach that, that they've been led down in the past. So Yeah, I- and, a, and a lot of the principles will remain the same for each episode. So even if you don't have a specific condition or don't have that exact condition, it it will still be an interesting listen and it'll help you understand more about um, feet and sort of the body in general and how pathologies come about. Um, but obviously, if you do have that condition, it will be, I think, particularly helpful for you to, to understand. And I think also it's, it's prevention is key. And I think it's important to know mm. what causes, especially the, the ones that we'll be going through, you know, things like bunions and plantar fasciitis are they're, they're common for a reason because they happen to a lot of people yeah. and to think that it's not going to happen to you uh you know may may be a little naive if if you don't understand what can cause it and and how you can stop that from happening 100 percent, yeah and the old saying goes an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure and that that is so so true because Often these conditions, especially if they've been around for you know a matter of years, which many people have experienced, then they can be quite stubborn to resolve. Mm-hmm. They, it's always possible, but it can be hard yakka and like a, a bit of an uphill battle. And if you can prevent that from happening in the first place, then you save yourself a whole heap of time, effort and money in the long run. Um, and that's something, another sort of series of episodes we're planning is um, with Harry, who's a part of our team here now especially with uh, hacking the system 
and we'll be focusing on the concept of sports injuries, especially sort of in the, the youth population, but it will apply to everything, uh, every sort of age group. Um, and yeah, sports injuries, how we can prevent them, the different modalities. Um, yeah, we'll just be doing a, a deeper dive into all those as well. And across the board for all of those sort of more specific episodes about conditions, pathologies, injuries, all, all of those things we've just spoken about, it may not be for yourself that you're listening. You know, you may have a family mm. member, a son, a, a daughter, um, a father or a mother who may be experiencing these conditions and may have been led down a different path or, or told something different. And really any awareness that you can get, even if you're not a, a health professional, to, to, to arm yourself with this sort of knowledge, you know, that's a big thing that we're about is sort of, I guess, getting this this knowledge out to the masses because it doesn't just have to be a doctor or a, a mm. physio that knows these things. You know, it, it really should be knowledge that everyone has in their tool belt to, to help anyone in their lives. Yeah, and once you know, you know, kind of like, or like once you do have that awareness, you might hear someone in your family or friend group going, oh yeah, I've been really struggling with this plantar fasciitis and the orthotics aren't working or, or whatever it is. And you can say, you know, you might not tell them word for word what we've said in the podcast, but you said, oh, you could say, I listened to an interesting podcast about this. And it, it just helps spread the information so that those people can be helped. Because I know uh, for a fact, for, based on what I've experienced with clients and just what we see with our customers and everything, that there are so many people out there struggling uh, with these kinds of conditions. And it's not even on their radar that they can have an active and empowering approach to these conditions. It's just sort of passively managed with those classic treatments like orthotics and surgeries and medications and so on. So, um, yeah, a little bit of awareness can go a long way, especially when it comes to that sort of ripple effect that you can see when, um, you know, when, when, when the culture starts to shift and that, we did a whole episode on that as well as we, we want to shift the culture around feet and footwear so that this is more common knowledge. I'm looking forward to them too because I'm not from a health background, but because I work for a company <laughs> yes. about feet, everyone thinks I'm a foot expert. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to learning a little bit more to, uh, yeah, to arm myself with, I guess, the right, the right things to say to the right people when they come and think that uh, I can fix all of their feet issues. Uh, go yeah. to the gym for that. <laughs> not me. Yeah. But I'm happy to try and help. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I guess, yeah. I'm excited as well is, is uh, we've been talking about getting some customers on board um, for you to have a chat to them and a bit of an interview around their story because, you know, storytelling, you're a journalist, mm. um, storytelling's your sort of, forte i suppose and that's a big reason you came on is to help communicate the messaging and everything but i think people hearing stories from other people who've solved something the same thing or a similar thing as them can actually be a critical part of that person solving it as well because um and this is this is well researched but your belief around your ability to resolve something or to cure something is actually one of the biggest predictors of whether you will. <laughs> so, you know, beliefs can seem like this sort of vague, arbitrary thing, but your belief in something actually can make all the difference. And if you hear these stories, um, then you know it's possible at least. And I, I think that's it, the, the first step. Yeah, and I think it's like important to hear from these people 
when they're, they're still on that journey. Yeah. I think often we get to hear from people when they've already climbed the mountain and they've gotten to the top. And a lot of the, the people we've had on in the past, you know, may have had their own struggles with parts of their bodies that, that weren't working properly or their own injury issues. And uh, I guess, yeah, it, it can be hard to get perspective when you're hearing someone who is already at the end of the road and has overcome it all and, you know, is able to say how great it is on the other side when you're so far over the other side. Mm. Um, and this has all really been spawned, this idea by... Uh, I guess, reviews that we've been left on some of uh, the, the products that, that we have on our store is it, it just blows our mind when people sit down and take the time to write paragraph on paragraph uh, as a review for a physical tool to talk about how much it's changed their life. And it it's not about the physical tool. It's really about what I guess the mission that we were speaking about before it's the uh, empowerment it's the empowerment yeah Mm. they so many people we get contacted by and and talk to have really just lost hope and I guess yeah to 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 hear from them directly and to hear the the passion and the the you can hear it in their voice like you can you just can tell what they've been through um and I mean, we've even asked some of them to send us videos uh, sort of telling their stories. And again, that astounds me that that people have taken the time to capture videos Mm. of them explaining their journeys and and how much it's helped. And yeah, just really, really powerful stuff. And it'd be nice, I think, for people listening at home and wherever they may be in the car to to know that they're not alone in that that journey. Um, mm. We're not all able to explore yet. Some of us need to restore first. And yeah, we, we hope that those stories from the soul, as we're going to call them, are able to really, yeah, help you feel like there is a there is a path for you. Yeah, there's other people on the, on the same path at different um, points in that path. Like Max said, there's people who are well well ahead of you on that path and there's people who are sort of not so far ahead but are making progress and it's important to remember that it's not always it's very rarely actually a linear journey where you just figure out okay this is the path and you just bang 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 and then you're fixed there's a lot of well interestingly there is a lot of exploration within the restoration you know it's it's not always um it's not always sort of clear cut and a straight line as a can be a bit of a few squirrels along the way but if you do know that there's other people doing that same thing and there's other people who have have moved past those squirrels then it can it can make a big difference to to your journey definitely and i think you you'll hear in some of those stories that while it can be a really long road if you get on that right path then you will see results pretty quickly you'll you'll yeah. start to see changes and and it's those little wins <laughs> that can really fuel the your change of habit and your change of lifestyle uh so yeah can't can't wait to sort of share share those with you and and also just to chat to the people who have supported us and made all of this possible mm. i think that's uh, another pretty beautiful thing about being able to share their stories is we wouldn't know about them or have connected with them if it weren't for um for the foot collective and um, for everyone's support. So yeah, really, really looking forward to that. Mm. And um, I think 
we've been pretty busy this year with a lot of different things. And those are the things that have helped us, I think, make even more of an impact. Um, I thought, I thought it would be good just to summarize that, I suppose. I mean, one of the, one of the biggest things that we've found has helped is actually just growing a team, um, Mm. to allow us to do some more of the, I guess, creative and yeah, like the creative aspects of making content and training systems and, um, all of these things that help us reach more people. Um, but also, you know, for us, it's been awesome to have, we've now got your brother Lincoln on the team managing the social media accounts. And our vision for that is to, well, what is actually happening right now is to, um, draw on more of the collective wisdom and experience, um, of our community and use those pages. So the foot collective and the foot collective Australia pages, um, to sort of, collaborate a lot more with those practitioners and and people who are doing great things um and then also lincoln's mate lucas he was actually our first employee and he's come on um, running a lot of the administration and logistics side of things and um we've got a we've got a pretty cool sort of home office set up here um which makes work feel a bit more like play even more like play which is great um and just being able to have you know, more people to share the journey with, mm. I think has been the coolest part for a while there. It was just yourself and, mm. and, and Seb as well. Um, Seb's also mm. come on board as well. Uh, member. He was sort of Seb Kondrick was there from the outset, helping pack orders with Jim when we were living in a tiny apartment <laughs> years ago and really helped sort of get the whole thing running with Jim and, um, has come back on board uh, just to, to help out with well, the whole range of things because he's got so so many damn skill sets, um, which is very handy. But I think, yeah, just having that team to be able to share every win with um, and every success story. And when we read those reviews, like it's not just me or Jim reading the reviews, it's the whole team and we and puts fuel in the, like fuels the fire in the belly to, does, to keep doing yeah. Keep doing what we're doing, and um, yeah, it's it's just it's great to have people to, to people to share the joy with, uh, and For hopefully sure. it, it just keeps going. Yeah, and speaking of Seb, uh, mm. that's another thing we've been very busy with this year is the uh, launch and I guess the development of the training systems around the Soulmate. So Seb actually was the I guess the designer of the Soulmate. I, I remember sitting down with him. Um, oh, it must it must've been late 2020 or early 2021. And I just said to him, Oh, look, I want this product, this product and this product, like all in cork. And he goes, Oh, well we could turn all of that into one product. And I thought, Oh, and (laughs) we just sort of sat there madly drawing or he was madly drawing up designs. Funnily enough, we actually just Mac found the the original designs of the soulmate. And we're like, oh, that's actually, that is it. Spot on. (laughs) That is the soulmate. Down to the measurements. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we we figured that we could turn it into an all-in-one restoration and exploration tool. Um, It's got all the functionality really of like a foot foot restoration kit. Um, But then it also doubles as like a balance beam. and, And when you buy it as a kit, it comes with a hacky sack. And so it's just got endless potential for, um, you know, fixing dysfunctions or resolving dysfunctions and then also, yeah, exploring the potential of, of your feet and balance. And I think that's been another thing that we've learned a lot over the last couple of years is just 
what the more we've been able to understand where our customers and our community are at it's really given us the uh i guess the ideas around what sort of products we should be developing to meet people where they're at Mm. Uh, particularly at that restoration end uh the balance beams are fantastic and they're an awesome tool to explore your movement on but they are just out of reach for some people Mm. uh they're, they're heaps of fun and they're great for mindfulness and you know they have all of these benefits but for some people who had bought them in the past just standing on them for a few seconds was really difficult and you know it was harsh on their feet and that's why we brought out the beginner beam, which was a flatter, wider balance beam to help people who were just at the beginning of their balance journey. And, and that's where the soulmate comes and is an even sort of softer texture under the foot and even wider and easier to use for people who are right at the beginning of that balance journey. So yeah, I think the products that we create have really been designed around the needs of the community and and what we've Mm. been learning over these last couple of years. Yeah. And that comes back to our mission. Like we want to create a pathway that enables anyone to be a part of the community, not just people who already, you know, we we did realize that, like you said, the the beam is tough. (laughs) Like uh, after playing, once you're used to playing on it, it's like, Oh yeah, like this is fine. This is kind of easy, but um, I know we tend to make it look easier than it is and people will You go, particularly yeah. <laughs> look easier than it is. <laughs> and people go, oh, sweet, that looks cool. I'll get that. And then it's like, wow, that is way too hard. They're, they're, not, they're not even close to balancing on it or like you said, it hurts their feet. Um, and then it just collects dust and we, don't, we really don't want that. We want people to get use out of our products and to get value out of them. And um, having that sort of, yeah, that interim tool... Um, I mean, it's an interim tool, but it also, you can, you can increase the challenge on the soulmate sort of almost infinitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think just having, having options, um, because we, it's a, it's a human thing. It's not just a sort of, you know, young person's thing or an athlete's thing. It's, it, we really want that, that whole, um, that whole sort of aspect of restore to explore. And that's sort of brings us back around to the way we've sort of changed or, evolved the social media presence is that while it was great to show videos of Jim mucking around on balance beams and doing all this cool stuff it's not necessarily attainable for a lot of people and so to be able to have that collective sort of shared online and for people to see people of all ages and abilities uh yeah, being able to do this stuff and, and using the tools at the level of where they're at, again, inspires people who can relate to those people mm, um, mm-hmm. and, and make them realize that, oh, that isn't just for uh, the barefoot fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that's been a really cool part. It's uh, over the last, yeah, last couple of years at least has been refining and learning and and trying to make it as as good as possible for everyone Mm -hmm. yeah and um another i guess another big project that we've got on the way now is the uh i guess the digital all-in-one tool which um was started by the canadian team over there nick uh, who was the, the original founder of the foot collective um was his sort of brainchild i suppose to turn you know, all of the experience that he's had with clients and also the experience of our, our foot nerd, our global foot nerd community into a digital tool that helps 
anyone pretty much with a health, especially a musculoskeletal um, issue with their feet and ankles, helps them become their own scientists, take control of their own rehab process and, you know, guides them along the path, kind of holds their hand, but guides them along the path of self-discovery to to resolve their own foot and ankle condition. And um, it's not to say that guidance isn't helpful and that's something I'll, I'll chat about in a second, but if you can get in that mindset and in that habit of running your own experiments on yourself, at the end of the day, something that works for someone else may not work for you. It's it's only the, the N equals one experiment, the experiment on yourself that will tell you whether or not something works for you. And that is, there is a lot of power in that to be able to, to go through that process and to, I guess, to learn how to go through that process and take notes and, um, you know, just go through this journey. It's a 42 day journey, but you know, the way I see it and I did it myself and actually had a great outcome with my ankle impingement, which I'm stoked about. Um, but it's, it's not so much about, you know, I want to fix this issue in 42 days. It's about, I want to learn as much as possible, like as much as possible about my body and the things that it likes and the things that my feet and ankles need in this 42 days so that I can set up habits to go forward. And the beauty of having a collective of practitioners around the world who are all learning and educating themselves around all of these different issues and being able to draw on their knowledge in a tool like this. And that's the idea is that this tool isn't just Jim or isn't just Nick one physiotherapist telling you the way to do it. It's a whole army of people who have, you know, decades and decades of collective experience sharing that wisdom. And yeah, you get to draw on yeah a, a whole global collective of, of knowledge uh, mm. on your journey rather than going and seeing one practitioner and trying and failing or you know not really feeling like you're you're getting the the right the right knowledge delivered so i think that that is a pretty powerful part of the tool and uh one that we're really keen to to keep driving for sure and i think you know i talked about this with nick the other day when we did an instagram live it it doesn't replace the need for a practitioner necessarily but there are a lot of practitioners out there um who sort of practice in a more traditional model, which is very um, passive and disempowering and like I fix, I'm the practitioner, I fix you kind of thing. Whereas this health kit can help you figure out, I guess, if your practitioner is practicing in an empowering way and and helping you become more self-sufficient when it comes to your rehab, which is, which is, I think where we as a, as a health industry need to be heading. Um, and so, you know, if you're a practitioner that is that way inclined, then you'll probably start to attract more people who, and we, and we actually want to have a database of practitioners who are that way inclined and that, and practice that way, um, who we can refer people because sometimes individualized guidance and having a, I guess, a second set of eyes to look at how you're moving and, and suggest certain things can make all the difference. I found that for myself in a lot of my own rehabilitation with, especially with my knees, um, and, you know, that's something that we are setting up now and, and have set up is uh, online physiotherapy consultations. So through telehealth, I've been running those for the last couple of months and finding just 
actually amazing results. Uh, I've been very impressed. I was used to practicing in person and being able to, I guess, assess and treat things with my hands. Um, but it's sort of more of a coaching process of, of me looking at someone move and, and hearing about their issue and, you know, it's still a lot of my physio skills, but it's, it's actually coaching them through a process, um, of discovery and, and sort of teaching that mindset that is really key. And, and we've, uh, probably by the time this podcast comes out, Tom, um, will be on board as well with those telehealth sessions and the, the potential is there to create a, a you know, a growing and, and an even bigger and bigger network of practitioners that are offering that kind of service. Um, and I think as the, an adjunct basically. Yeah. And I think that approach gives people more longevity in their rehab journey, because if you are relying on going back and seeing someone week in, week out and, you know, having that physical contact, I think just having that little bit more independence with your own rehab journey can be, can just make it more sustainable yeah. uh, and, and yeah, build less build expensive. A, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, and the, don't get me wrong. I, I think there's great value in seeing a practitioner in person. And if you can see someone in person who is, um, you know, wants to practice in an empowering way, then great. Um, but it's, it's good to remember that if you're seeing them every week, just so that you can feel better um, and you're not really doing much on your own, then it, it's probably a sign that, the flip needs the, the flip the script needs to flip um and you need to take back a bit of control but there is there is an aspect of accountability which i think is great in terms mm. of seeing a practitioner they give you you sort of collaborative collaboratively work on a plan um to put in place and then if you know that you've got something booked in in two three four weeks you are a bit more likely to stick to i think i've found and i think a lot of my clients find they're more likely to stick to the plan if they know that they're going to have a check-in in the sort of relatively near future. Whereas if it's just like, cool, here's your plan, off you go, you'll be right, then uh, <laughs> life can get in the way and um, you can lose track or you can sort of forget things. And then you also don't get the opportunity to progress things, which is another really important aspect of rehab. And the beauty of what we've built with all of the tools that you use through the, the rehab and the physio consults, you know, the soulmate and the other restoration mm. products that we have is that the, the clients then have a physical video in the training systems that they can refer back to. And, I, you know, I think that's another thing that can sort of slow down a rehab journey or just make it ineffective is people will go and do their in-person and We'll get shown all of these exercises and then get home and may have forgotten how to do this oh, one correctly that or one that one. And, yeah. and, you know, you're back at square one almost. Whereas if you've just got that easy video that you can watch that reminds you, this is how you do it and mm. it helps, you know, rebuild those pathways. And, and then quickly, uh, soon enough, you'll, you'll know what you're doing and you'll be on your way. But mm. um, yeah, just another sort of bonus and, and a big reason why we've put so much effort into filming you know all dozens and dozens and dozens of these training system videos is so that people no matter what level they're at have something they can watch and refer to and yeah you know, we know that people aren't going to sit there and every time they use their beam go through level one to three but if they've got something they can refer to it yeah it helps hold that hand yeah definitely and we will be um updating and and progressing those systems as well especially the soulmate training system 
um, to include, you know, a lot more, I guess, exploration and play. Um, we figured out a bunch of different ways that you can use it that I think will be, will be powerful and also more accessible to people of different levels. Um, and then we also are going to uh, create a, bit, uh, a bigger library of experiments in the health kit so that, um, you know, that, that is more applicable, again, to people of different levels and different conditions and so on. And a lot of this, these adaptations and, you know, changes that we're making have really been spawned out of, you know, while we're saying it's all online, it, a lot of this has been born out of in-person contact with people and mm. using the tools with people and with ourselves. And true that the play shops that we rebranded this year from the TFC workshop, which was more work focused, <laughs> uh, which is, is a bit ironic given that we're all about play. So we rebranded them play shops and the soulmate has been the key tool that we've used with people throughout those in-person experiences and seeing how people use those tools and how they can benefit them uh, has been a big reason for the, mm. for the changes that we want to make to the training systems. So. Yeah. And just playing on them ourselves as well. I think that was one of the biggest brainwaves is just, uh, I think we were on, a, we were on a, we'd maybe just come off a, a weekend of workshops and I was just playing around and I was like, Oh, you can use it this way and this way and this way. And just sometimes you just get to sort of get out of your own head and, and we kind of just changed the way we looked at it. Um, and yeah, so we've got a lot of, a lot of great ideas. Those updates will be coming over the next couple of months. Um, and so the, anyone that's already got a soulmate, you'll, yeah. you'll get access to that. And yeah, you know, that's the beauty of these online training systems is once you've got it, you've got it for life and mm. we'll just keep updating them as we go. And, yeah. Uh, trying to deliver more value. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's probably a good place to wrap up. Like mm. there, there's a starting place for everyone um, or at least we're, we're building it that to that point that everyone has a starting place. It all just depends on your situation, your goals, your budget. Um, you know, you don't necessarily have to buy any tools. You may not even have to spend anything. You could get a lot of um, free content off all the social media, the podcast, the YouTube, like we want to make that accessible. Um but obviously, sometimes making an investment in a tool, whether it's a physical or a digital tool or both, um, can also make a difference to your uh, ability to stick to that and to go through that process. Um, and then obviously, yeah, we've got that individualized guidance. So, um, that, I mean, that's a big, the reason we're here is to help people on that journey. If you, if you feel like you need help um, and you're maybe not sure where to start, just feel free to reach out. Um, and on the flip side, if you know you feel like you are helping people, you are a practitioner who mm. aligns with our values, or you know someone in this space that would like to share their thoughts, then, then please reach out. We'd love to hear from you. And the same goes for people already in our community who are on their own journeys and you know uh, you know are seeing results or maybe aren't seeing results. You know we want to share your stories, and we don't know unless we hear from you. So. You know, if you if you would be keen to have a chat, then make sure you send us an email. We'll, we'll pop uh, the right contact information in the show notes. And yeah, we, we can't wait for the rest of season three to, to get rolling. Yeah, strap in. Thanks for listening to the Restore to Explore podcast. To stay up to date with all things TFC, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube at thefootcollective.oz or on TikTok at thefootcollective. If you're ready to restore and explore your own natural function, you can check out our range of physical and digital tools at our online store, tfc-shopaus.com. 
and use the code R2E10, that's R the number 2, E10, to save 10%. You'll find all the links in our show notes.